brought your Bibles tonight? Are you ready? Are you ready to receive the incorruptible Word of God? Is your heart ready? See, there's some more seed coming at you right now. That's going to multiply as it goes into your lives, amen? Because it's going to be planted in good soil. Because you're not going to be distracted while it's being preached. You're going to be pay attention, attend to the Word. And we are going to accept the Word, receive the Word into our lives. And so then we're going to change from glory to glory into the image of Jesus. It's the only way. That's the only way we change. Because if we just do it on our own, our own like self-help stuff, you know, and, and uh, you know, it's, it's not going to work. Because it'll end up being, you'll either be self-righteous <laughs> or it'll be just your willpower, right? But when you receive the word and the anointing on the word, it will change your life forever. Amen? But we have to honor the word. We have to honor it. And we have to be thankful for it. Amen? Because we are so privileged. We are so privileged to be called children of God, that God called us. He called us before we were knit together in our mother's wombs. Hallelujah. Before the foundation of the world, he had a plan for every single one of us. Can you imagine? I mean, you can't, your head, your, your carnal mind cannot go around that. Amen? It's hard to kind of think about that with your carnal mind. but. That plan is being worked out in your life right now, even if, you, even if you don't feel like it, right? Even if you mess up, the plan is still working. Because he said, you know, like the, like the shepherd with its hook, on, you know, with the hook on the staff, if you fall off, that's what the hook is for, to pick you up and bring you back up again. On the path, on the path, the plan, on the plan, get back in the plan, amen? On the road again. Amen. Amen. My glasses are steaming up. <laughs> Can't see. All right. All right. Here we go now. Thank you, Lord, for your word tonight. And I thank you that it is being planted in good soil. Thank you, Lord. And it's changing our lives. Thank you for your word. We were created by your word. And it dwells in us. It, it's alive in us richly. It dwells in us richly. Thank you, Lord, in all wisdom. Hallelujah. We thank you, Lord, that as this word goes in, we're be, our minds are being renewed. Our old way of thinking, our carnal way of thinking is going out the door. Hallelujah. And we got a new way of thinking. Hallelujah. We have new creation realities coming our way. We're walking as you have called us to walk. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So Ephesians, Ephesians chapter 1. Now, I know y'all have heard this before, <laughs> but you can't hear it enough. <laughs> you need to be doing this every day. You need to be putting it in every day. You know, get it down in there so you don't have to have it even before. It's good to read it out of the Word, but, you know, if you're driving along in your car, it's good to just get it going, get it going, you know. 
Because Ephesians in chapter 1 and verse 15 to the end, verse 23, you know, tells us who we are, what we have, and what we can do in Christ. Through Christ. Through, say, through Christ. Through Christ. Come on. Better, I want a better response. Through Christ. See, it's not you. <laughs> it's Christ in you. That's the hope of glory. Amen? We're not in this alone. We could never do this by ourselves. How many of you know we're in the last days here? I mean, you know, it's pretty plain right now. A couple of months ago, you know, we were just thinking, oh, yeah, last days, last days. But here we are. Here we are. And we are going to have to be built up. We're going to have, our spirit man needs to be built up. We can't be walking around with anorexic spirit men. Our spirit has to be fed. We have to feed our spirit, right? Because otherwise, you know, we're, we're just normal people. <laughs> we, want, we want to walk in the spirit. We want to live in the spirit. We want to be led by the spirit. Amen? But if we don't, you know, if we don't bring the word in, you know, we become flaky for one thing. If we're just in the spirit. Remember, there was a saying going around that, uh, you know, if it's the spirit only, you blow up. If it's the word only, you dry up. But with the word and the spirit together, you grow up. Amen? So that's what we're never endeavoring to do in these last days. This is what we have to put the word and the spirit together going hand in hand and feeding your spirit, man. So in verse 15, these are the prayers, the prayers of the Apostle Paul. He prayed and the one over in chapter 3, 2. But we're not going to touch that one today because we don't have time. But we're just going to bring this out here because I really want you to see what the Apostles, Apostle Paul's prayer, what he, what he was endeavoring to, to, to do, right, in praying these prayers. Because really he was talking about the Ephesians, but the Word is talking to us today. Amen? This is God talking to you today. Say, God is talking to me tonight. Okay, so verse 15, wherefore I also, after I heard your faith in the Lord Jesus and love unto all the saints, cease not to give thanks for you, making mention of you in my prayers. He commends their faith. That's what he does. He commends their faith. I commend your faith today. I thank you for standing in faith. I thank you for continuing to stand and not being moved by situations and stuff that's going on around you. Praise the Lord. I cease not to give thanks for that. Praise you, God. Faith is important. It's important. Your faith is the thing that connects you to God because God is God of faith. And it says over in Hebrews that, you know, <laughs> you, it's impossible to please God without faith. Say impossible. So that's why he gave us all that measure of faith. We all have that measure of faith, but we have to cause it to grow. So when situations come, we should be rejoicing when trials and tribulation and all that comes, because guess what? Causes our faith to grow. Now, that is not, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Your faith grows really 
by the amount of word that you have, right? By hearing the word of God. But sometimes, you know, the only time we ever go to God is when we're in a situation. <laughs> you know, when we're in situations, that seems when we're closest to God. But when everything's going fine, we kind of just roll along. And, oh, well, I forgot to read my Bible this morning. And, you know, oh, I'll get it tomorrow or I'll redouble tomorrow. You know, oh, my, I forgot to do my hour of prayer today. You know, I mean, you, because everything is going. But, I mean, when you got stuff, when you're pressed on every side, guess what? You're in God's face. You are there. You are on your knees. You're praying in the spirit and you're casting out demons and devils and everything else. I mean, you are fervent in your prayer. <laughs> but when everything is going fine, like, you know, you know, bless my flowers today. Let my plants grow. You know, I mean, shallow, right? But when your kids are messing up, you know, I mean, gee, that's how I learned to pray. That's where I learned faith is on my knees with my kids. <laughs> <laughs> or when there's no money in the bank and the bills are coming in, you know. Oh, thank you, Jesus, you're my provider. <laughs> Pour out those blessings right now, God. Right now would be a good time. <laughs> so that I can't contain it. <laughs> but hey, that's not right. That is not right. I mean, you know, and sometimes our kids are the same way. Uh, you don't hear from them until they got a situation. Need some money? <laughs> you know, <laughs> the phone rings. You know, it's my son. Oh. <laughs> Should I answer the phone? <laughs> okay, what do you want now? <laughs> I don't say that, no. I just wait. Sometimes I'm pleasantly surprised, and, you know, he just wants to say hi. But, you know, it's... Yeah, sometimes, <laughs> once or twice, maybe. But hey, if I got it, I'll give it to him. If we got it, we'll give it to them. Amen. And God is the same, you know, like he wants you to be blessed. He wants to bless you. That's what he's all about. He's the blesser. He's the blesser. Glory to God. I better hurry up here. I'll never get done. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Lord. But you know, He wants us to receive more. He wants us to know who we are and what we have and what we can do in Christ. And that the only way we can do it is through renewing our minds. Amen. Through the Word of God. How many of you had your minds renewed? How many of you really feel like, you know, you, from when you first started out here, you know, that your way of thinking, I mean, if you're around here for a while and you open your mouth in the wrong way, you know, someone's going to be on your back. <laughs> no, 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 we, we don't say that around here. <laughs> Praise you, Jesus. Hallelujah. So we'll go down to verse 17, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. Now, you know, we, he has been made wisdom unto us, right? So the revelation part is about the knowledge of him. Revelation in the knowledge of him. It's knowing him. Amen? To receive, to receive a revelation of what he's already done for us. See, he's done it all, right? Jesus went to Calvary and he did it <laughs> at Calvary. So that revelation, we have to have a revelation of that, that what, what we obtained, 
in the covenant that he obtained for us so that we can maintain what he obtained. But if we don't know, if we don't know what we're redeemed from, right? We have to know what we're redeemed from. We are redeemed from sickness and disease. We're redeemed from poverty and lack. Amen? So those are not things we need to really pray for. Those are things that we just need to walk in and thank God for, that we are redeemed. Well, you say, well, I got sickness in my body and I got no money in the bank. (laughs) Well, what are you saying? Do you really believe? Well, that you're redeemed. You're more than enough. See, that's your confession. It's in your confession is what you're seeing. You renew your mind so that you're not moved by what's going on around you. You're not moved that there's no money in the bank. You say, thank you, God. You are my provider. Whether you got $1,000 in the bank or no money in the bank or you're in the red. You know, thank you, God. You are still my provider. And you are still my healer. I don't care if I have symptoms on my body. I'm going to walk around like I don't have a body. My body's not going to dictate to me. The word dictates to me, right? And that's the revelation. That's the wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. What he's done for us and what he has given us and what we can do with what he's given us. The power that he's given us, right? It's already been given us in Christ. See, we don't, we can't, we're not, we're not doing, we're not in this to get more faith or even to get closer to God. We're not going to get any closer to God. He's, he's there. He has not moved. (laughs) Sometimes if you want to get closer to God, you just need to turn around because you're going in the opposite direction of where he is. (laughs) He's trying to get you to go over here and you're walking over there, right? And he's calling your name. Come on. Come on, Holy Spirit is there. You know, he's jealous for you, wanting you to come back. He's wooing you back. Come on now, come on now. Here, Nancy, here, Nancy, come here. (laughs) Do it my way. My way is the best way. But we sometimes we have this mentality like, you know, that we can do. Well, you know, it's just a small situation. I can look after this. Well, I'm sure you can. But how do you look after it? Do you look after it in the word? Do you acknowledge, you know, every good thing that is in you in Christ and that you can do all things through Christ, which strengthens you, that you're not doing it in your own strength? Because you, you know, you'll fall down and burn. (laughs) It doesn't work. How many of you ever tried it? Go in your own way. Nobody? Nobody? Come on, be honest now. You ever tried your own way of doing things? Because the Bible says don't lean on your own understanding. Your carnal way of thinking, the way the world thinks, don't lean on that. Don't believe what the world says. I mean, you cannot believe what the world says. No. (laughs) They're lying. They're of their father, the devil. (laughs) Right? And he's the father of lies. Praise the Lord. So there's only one place that you can be, right? Under the shadow of the Almighty. You say of the Lord, he's your refuge. He's your fortress. He's your God. In him, in you, God, I trust in you with all of my heart. You know, get rid of the doubt and unbelief. And, and, and paying attention to the circumstances, attend to his word. 
You know, in the word, you know, it, it, it's where there's health to all of your flesh. Amen. Health to all of your flesh. You got sickness in your body. Well, put the word on it. Put the word on it. Say, no, 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 Satan. I am a child of God. I'm a child of the light. I have light in my body. And darkness, sickness is of the darkness. And I cannot have sickness. I can't have darkness in me because I am light. Say, I'm light. light. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. So we need to know what is ours. He's given us all things pertaining to life and godliness. Amen. Our spiritual life and our physical life. And even just over a page in Ephesians 1, Pastor Gary was talking about on Sunday. In Ephesians 3, blessed be the Lord and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who's blessed us with all spiritual blessings in the heavenly places in Christ. Hallelujah. All spiritual blessings. That's everything. Everything. You know, but, you know, you want to be operative in your life. You want it to be operative and active in your life. Well, be in the face of God, not for with your hand out, you know, because you got something you need, but just be in his face because you want to be in his presence. In his presence, there's fullness of joy. And if the devil can't get your joy, he can't get your stuff. If he can't get your joy, joy will put sickness out of your body. It will. It will. Hallelujah. Just get happy. (laughs) we just need to release something we have and not try to get something we don't have release what we have we have health we have wealth release it release it and thank god you know for it thank god that you know my confession every day people are always giving me money and people are always giving me things i have no lack in my life my, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Gee, just stand on that. <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. Life is better when you have money in the bank. I will tell you that. I've been the, on the other side <laughs> where I had to freeze my credit cards. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I couldn't trust myself. <laughs> But now we're okay. Gary straightened me out. We're good. (laughs) So we we appropriate it by renewing our minds with the word of God and saying those things over ourselves, those I am cards. You know, I mean, we should have them memorized by now. Anybody have them memorized? I shouldn't even ask, I suppose. Well, James, of course, Brother James, he has his memorized. Is he the only one? <laughs> There's 40 I am's, and it tells you who you are, right? I mean, if you said those a couple of times a day, you'd get, you know, you'd start, you'd start becoming what it would be like your mirror. That's who I am. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Of verse 18, the eyes of your understanding being enlightened, that you may know what is the hope of his calling and what the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints. Oh, just need to have our eyes. Our, our, well, actually, it, the eyes of our understanding means our heart, the very core or center of our being. Having that opened, having our, the eyes of our heart opened. 
you know, and say, you know, you can ask God, God, I just need you to open the eyes of my heart. I need to have that understanding today so that I'd have that down there on the inside so I will never be moved by anything but the word of God. Amen? Our way of thinking has to be illuminated by the word to have thorough knowledge of God or to know the perfect will of God. Hallelujah. Our way of thinking, our carnal, our old way of thinking has to be illuminated. The light has to come on. The light has to come on in our minds. That's what illuminated means. Turn on the light. Say, I'm turning on the light. My mind is illuminated. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. So that we'll know the will of God. You know, sometimes we're gro- like we're groping around in the dark that we don't know the will of God. But, you know, it says in Thessalonians uh, 1, I think, in verse 5, that, you know, that if we, you know, we, we rejoice in the Lord, that's the will of God, right? Pray without ceasing and be thankful. Three things. He says, this is the will of God concerning you. Just three things. That's not hard. Keep rejoicing, you know. Rejoice evermore. Hallelujah. Come on now. I got a nice big space at the end of my my king-size bed at home, when I get up in the morning and I go across in front of it and I do my little dance. <laughs> Praise the Lord. That's the best way to start your day. Amen? And if I don't, then Gary said you forgot to do your dance. <laughs> so I go back and do my dance. Praise God. Hallelujah. What is the hope of his calling, the riches of the glory of his inheritance, and the exceeding greater power that he has for us? Exceeding great power. Amen? What is the exceeding greatness of his power to us who believe? Are we believers today? According or in accordance with? According to the working of his mighty power, which he wrought in Christ when he raised him from the dead. In accordance with, in accordance with that power. Amen? That same power that raised Christ from the dead. You know that power? The Deutimus, the Energeia. The Ischus, the Krachos, Escosia, the authority, the ruling power, the reigning power, the operative power, the explosive power. All the power, it took all the power of heaven to raise Christ from the dead. So I would like to see some of that power. You have it. You have it. So where is it? You need to light the powder keg. Let it out. (laughs) How do 
is that, you know, I mean, all creation is waiting for the manifestation of this power. Where is it? Do we have it? Last night, was it last, when was Canada Day? Two days ago. Uh, yesterday, <laughs> I was laying in bed at night, and of course, I go to bed at 9.30 or 10 o'clock. <laughs> so around midnight, I hear this bang. I'm out in middle Muscadabit. I didn't even know the head bar works. I was like, I'm running around the house like, what is that? What was that? <sighs> was that fireworks? <laughs> out here? <laughs> it was fireworks exploding, making a big sound. Making a big blast. Hallelujah. Come on, on with the show, guys. Come on. Let's have some show and tell. Not just here in church at the front of the church. Then bless me, club. <laughs> Come on, out there. Out there. Light your fuse. Light your fuse. Hallelujah. Let people see it on you. Let people know when they look at you, there's something about you. Let your boldness, you know, is out there you're bringing people to life, healing the sick, healing all that are oppressed of the devil. Hallelujah. I'm just going to run through this so really fast, okay? Thank you, Lord. The greatness of God's power and exceeding greatness for us and for it's for our benefit. We have to believe that it will work for us. See, we have to have the faith that will, it will work for us. According to the working of his mighty power, the same power that raised Christ from the dead is more than enough to accomplish God's will in our lives. Everything we have comes from our union with him. We also have dominion as he does. See, in, in verse 21, for... Far above all which we, he wrought in Christ and raised him from the dead and set him at his own right hand in the heavenlies. And we are seated there in him because in chapter 2, it says that he, um, he has raised us up together and made us sit together in heavenly places. Where? In Christ. We're seated in Christ. We're not a long row. Christ is here and we're a long row after him. We are actually in him. In him. Hallelujah. And so it says then, um, far above all principality, power and might and dominion and every name that is named, not only in this world, but also in the world to come. See, in Luke, it says that we have, to, we have authority over all the works of the enemy so that he has this authority He's put all things under his feet and gave him to be the head over all things to the church, which is his body. So he has authority over all the works of the enemy. He took the authority from Adam. He went to hell. He took that authority from the devil, right? That Adam, Adam gave it to the devil, gave it to Satan. And then Jesus went to hell, took the authority back, came, rose from the dead and gave us authority. Say, I have authority over all the works of the enemy so that nothing shall by any means hurt 
See, you got that. You got that. See, that's your destiny. We're talking about a decade of destiny. That's what we're destined for. Amen? We're destined for that because Christ is the head of the body. So his body, in verse 23, the fullness of him that fills us all in all. He fills us all in all. He's the head. We are the body. We are in him and we are everything that he is. As he is in this world, so are we. Hallelujah. Praise God. Now, don't forget it. Don't be like James says, look at, you know, you hear the word and then go away and forget who you are. Do not forget who you are. We hope this message has encouraged you in your relationship with the Lord. For more information and ministry resources, we invite you to visit our website at www.newcovenantchurch.ca. We look forward to you joining us next time as we continue to live victoriously.